Hi, my name is Rob Scott from UC Today, bringing you the latest news and conversation from the unified communications and collaboration space. So today I'm joined by three special guests and we're going to be comparing Microsoft Teams, Yammer and Viva and how to choose the best solution for your business requirements. So welcome everybody. Hey, Rob. Hey, hi there. Hello everyone. So I'm excited about this session, but before we get started, how about we just do a quick round of introductions. Tell us a little bit about who you are and uh, what you do for the company you work for. So Tom, would you like to go first? Yeah, sure. Hey, Tom Abuthnot, uh, Principal Solutions Architect at Modality and focused nearly 100% on teams and mostly in big, bigger orgs, so tens of thousands to hundreds of thousands of users. Thanks, Tom. And Martina? Yeah, hey, my name is Martina Grom. I'm located in Vienna, Austria. I'm the CEO of Edward, and I'm a Microsoft 365 MVP as well as an Azure Security MVP and Microsoft Regional Director. And I mainly work with enterprise customers who um, are developing a strategy moving to the cloud and helping them secure their business and doing social things with them as well. Thanks, and hi, yeah. Hi, everybody. I'm Amy Dolzine. I work at EY, a very large, one of those large com com companies that uh, Tom was mentioning. Uh, I work actually in our Microsoft practice, and I help our clients implement Microsoft 365 solutions, uh, migrate to the cloud, uh, as well as um, activating their use of Teams, Yammer, and uh, all the things we'll be talking about today. So I'm also a Microsoft MVP uh, for Office 365 um, apps and services. Great stuff. So thank you very much for joining me today. So lots happening in the Microsoft world. Teams is being deployed at a rate of knots and Microsoft's new employee experience platform, Viva, has just recently been launched and their enterprise social networking platform, Yammer, continues to get features rolled out month after month. So which one for what? That is the crux of today's conversation. So to kick things off, um, Martina, can we go to you on first on this one? You know, how popular is Yammer since Teams entered you know, the Microsoft Office suite and or the Microsoft 365 suite? And how do you best compare the two products what do you think? So my best answer to that is Yammer has different use cases than it has with Teams. So when I talk with customers and explain them the difference between Teams and Yammer, and I got the question very often when Teams was launched, my customers who are already using Yammer said, should we now move on and disable Yammer and go into Teams because everyone is now using Teams. But the thing is, Yammer is for me a corporate-wide communication. And if you work in a larger environment and you have a lot of users, Yammer can scale and you have the whole organization covered with that. And my, my best answer for that is that Yammer is the universe of an organization from a communication perspective. And Teams is your neighborhood. Teams are the people you work on a day-by-day -day basis, on projects, on specific topics, and so on. And with that little guideline, you can help yourself find the differences between the two tools. Thanks. That's a good analogy. I like the uh, the universe and neighborhood thing. Yeah, yeah it's a good way to put it. Uh, Amy, what would you say? I agree 100% with Martina. Uh, the use cases are 
are different for teams and Yammer. Uh, I love to use Yammer to interact on a wider topic with people that I might not even know. If I need to know an answer to something and the group of people I normally work with doesn't, I know they don't know the answer, I can reach out on Yammer to hundreds of thousands of people across the organization at once, and somebody inevitably will help me find the answer. Somebody I've never, never known, never met, would never see because we're in two different continents and you know two different time zones. So that ability to reach out and um, and ask for an answer to something that I don't know is uh, is amazing. Of course, I could do that in. I can do that in teams too, to the, the small group of people. There might be somebody within my network that knows that, but when I know that my team doesn't know, I can reach out to a larger organization. Thanks, Amy. What do you think, Tom? Yeah, I agree again. It's, a, it's rare, rare all of us agree, but 100%. The only thing I would add as well is Teams and Yammer are both better if they're used together in the sense of Yammer becomes the whole org talking and it becomes a giant knowledge repository kind of because all your questions have been answered and, and and you can go and search there you can't really search across every single team because it's not right. designed like that it's designed for projects and projects go away when they're finished whereas yammer becomes this permanent kind of ad hoc knowledge base of experts answering questions and things so it's not just about the immediate response it's about the the knowledge base and the community you build up in yammer can you actually call people in Yammer though, can you make a, a phone call like you can in Teams? Can you, you know, set a meeting up? Not, not really. I mean, it, it, it has direct messaging, so that overlaps with Teams a bit. But um, they're trying as much as possible to rationalise it down. So when you see a contact card in Yammer, it will be popping a Teams chat or a Teams communication like a video call or an audio call. Um, but there is direct messaging in Yammer still, which overlaps with Teams a little bit. And, and also, if we you want to have um, the difference between the collaboration mode on Yammer and on Teams. It's it's not about calling or voice or video in Yammer. It's more about communication in a written sense or posting videos to that like you do it on a social channel, for instance. Mm -hmm. Sharing pictures or um, links to articles, things like that. Um, it's, it's essentially answering questions that were you know, having conversations in a written form. Yeah, so it's it's essentially a dare I say a Facebook for business. Uh, it's it's social networking, but for the yeah, enterprise world. social network definitely. Mm -hmm. I, I think the the workplace Facebook has validated that. Mm -hmm. Sorry, say again, Martina. It it was called enterprise social in the beginning, where I said, okay, I want an enterprise social network in my organization. And this is also a valid point. You can you can use it for that. Great. And so now I believe you can also start or you can launch Yammer within Teams. Is that is that correct? Yeah. As Tom was saying, it's great that the the products work best when you use them together in an organization. So yes, you can add Yammer as an application on the left hand side of your like the rail of teams. So you can always get to your Yammer conversations. And once you do that, Yammer announcements and things start showing up in your team's um, activities, which is so great because now you don't you don't have to leave teams, you can still see Yammer. Um, if you've got a, a team of people like a help desk or a team of people that's monitoring a, the specific rollout of a project and they have a Yammer conversation going on or a Yammer community about that topic, they can 
add that Yammer community as a tab right in their team and pay attention to uh, like that convert that community and then they can have kind of side conversations on teams before answering it in the wider community so there's all kinds of ways to bring the wider organization back into your small team that you're working with every day great thanks and teams certainly seems to be getting a lot of attention right now from an r d perspective i've never seen a an application get developed so fast and you know with significant features uh, coming through but so what does that mean for Yammer? I mean, going forward, um, Tom, do you want to tell them all first? Yeah, I think you can see Microsoft aren't quitting on Yammer. So like, like the 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 obvious conversation is quite often Teams versus Yammer, but as we say, they're different use cases. And we'll go on to talk about Viva. You can see Microsoft chose Yammer to be part of the the Viva connection story because it's about whole org integration. So I think with things like the the app in Teams for Yammer and Viva. Microsoft are trying to reinforce there is a use case for the Yammer style and there is a use case for the team style. They're not the same thing. Got it. So I think I think you'll see I think you'll start to see some of the 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 ways that Yammer handles conversations or the kinds of elements that are within Yammer, you might start to see some of those things move their way into Yammer as well. I mean, sorry, into Teams and you know the, the, what, what's best of what may appear in both uh, because there's some really great development happening in both applications. And again, they work best together. So the more that they behave or the more that, that the interface is similar, the better, it, better off everybody is. So I think over time, you might start to see uh, some of that happening. Um, and yes, Teams has been developed and I've, I've also never seen anything developed quite so quickly <laughs> and be so yeah. functional. Um, but Yammer has, has never stopped its development. I mean, it, it just, they are adding features all the time, the ability to have like a question and like a, a different question feature and a praise feature, and you can see the different uh, looks and feels, and you can bring those, bring a Yammer conversation into any application or into uh, a SharePoint site. I mean, all of that stuff is just um, that that's never stopped, and I think you're I think you're just going to see more and more development on both sides. Great, and Martina just. What's your perspective? And I'd like to ask as well, are you seeing a kind of slowdown in the adoption of, of Yammer since Teams or, or is, is it you know, roughly the same, do you think? So what I see, it's, it's going in both directions. If you have a fully adopted customer who is using Yammer since a couple of years, they have the difficulty starting, starting with Teams. And it also goes the other way around. I have a customer who fully started with Teams and they did everything in Teams, but it's a huge company. They have 30,000 users. And then they said, okay, it's not enough from a communication perspective. We need to use Yammer. And the interesting learning we had after that is that people, due to the time they spent with Teams, they learned how to do better in Yammer. And this was kind of an experience because they said, yeah, you know, we have 15,000 users in Teams and we have 22,000 teams. That's not about right. And then it, it was like a fresh start in Yemen. They said they, they see the benefit of both sides. But this takes a while. If you start both immediately at the same time, it might get harder for users to understand because in, in the beginning, both is a communication tool. Yeah, it's... it's it certainly is interesting. So I, I, the way you've explained it actually makes perfect sense. And I love, you know, just go back to that analogy that you use, Martina, around kind of 
maintaining communities or neighborhoods, uh, mm -hmm. tight communities that are working on projects and then looking at maybe Yammer as more of a kind of universal, mm -hmm. you know, social networking site for, for your whole, you know, enterprise. So mm -hmm. that's, that's really good. And obviously Teams has a lot more kind of communication, collaboration features baked into it because that's, it's meant to be that way. Um, mm -hmm. Versus, uh, Yammer is the harder one to get right at scale, I think, and maybe Amy or my team would disagree, but Yammer is a big cultural change for lots of orgs, where they've been very hierarchical and we control yeah. comms, going to a anybody can post anything and anybody can see it is a much bigger jump than we move our projects from SharePoint to Teams and we have chat instead of email. So Teams... Mm -hmm. And particularly with the pandemic, obviously a massive uh, push in usage anyway. But Teams is a smaller cultural shift than Yammer, where someone can at mention the CEO and post anything. Like that's a huge cultural jump for lots of orgs. But I think potentially, even though I love Teams, I would argue getting Yammer right is more impactful than Teams in a lot of ways. Teams is making you more productive in doing the thing you're already doing. Yammer is making the whole org actually communicate and bond, hopefully. Mm -hmm. I think the important part is to be strategic and thoughtful in how you roll out any kind of tool like this to your organization. Uh, I mean, at EY, we've we've had Yammer for a really long time, since like 2012 or something, 2013. So we, and we spent a lot of time getting it the way that we wanted it to be. And we were very strategic about the way we rolled it out. And we did think about things, uh, we created uh, ideas of like an official kind of community so that we knew that all the conversations about that topic would go into an official community. And like, that is something that we were very thoughtful and very mindful of. And, and when I'm advising clients to do the same is that you need to be strategic and mindful of how you're gonna roll these things out so that you help your users find their way without being frustrated or confused um, and help them see how they can improve uh, their work lives by using by using Yammer or or Teams, but be strategic about it. Think about it. Don't just press the button and roll it out. Think about it. And and that's a a really top bit of advice there, isn't it? Put, put a plan together. Um, yeah. Start with the goal in mind. Okay. So, last question I'm going to ask you today, which is the big one, is Enter Viva. So this new so-called employee experience platform that was launched uh, what, very very recently, just a number of weeks ago, I think. Um, I'd like to kind of talk about, first of all, what is it? Um, so Amy, maybe you could give us your perspective on this first. Um, what is Viva and how should organizations kind of position it in their kind of forward-looking IT strategies? Well, um, as you said, it's the employee experience platform that Microsoft is rolling out. It is four things today, but I assume it will be much more than four things in the future. Um, right now, it is a, they've rolled it out as four ideas of one is something called Viva Connections, which is essentially a home page, a home site, a um, intranet uh, that everyone in the organization can see and use. And in that site, you can embed it right into Teams. So on the left-hand rail of Teams, you would see Viva Connections site right on the left-hand rail, and you could get to your homepage of your intranet right from Teams. They're building all of this, like all four of these things will be visible in Teams and across the suite. So 
it's a platform that can be seen across all these things. Uh, so we've got Viva Connections. Um, and in Viva Connections, you can have Yammer conversations because you can embed Yammer right into that. Viva Learning, which is a learning platform, allows organizations to incorporate not just um, learning courses that they develop on their own, but if they've got Pluralsight and LinkedIn Learning and whatever, whatever learning platforms they use, they can incorporate it all into one app so that when you're in Teams and you want to ask your friend to go take this training, you can you know, find that training, go to the Viva Learning app and add the training right into your Teams conversation. Um, Viva Topics is something that uh, requires a, a lot of uh, thinking. Uh, it's a knowledge management, you know, it's, it's allowing for knowledge management. So where your organization has, I don't know, interest has a specific topic about, uh, you know, a new project or something, and it's got a code name. Uh, if you turn on topics and you do it carefully and you follow the instructions, and you've got the right licensing, uh, it will go out and it will search the organization um, to find information about that. Who are the experts in that topic? Who is talking about that topic? What are the converse, what are the documents around that topic? And when you mouse over that, when you've typed it into a Teams chat or in an email, when you mouse over it, a topic card will come up with the people's information, with, pe with the people who do that, the top, the conversations they're having, the documents that they are that they have used. Um, that will come up around Viva topics, and then Viva Insights is um, it's like your My Analytics. If you use My Analytics in uh, Microsoft 365 today, it allows you to see you know, like who are the people you most talk with, who, what it, what. Can you set focus time so that you block hours of your time on your calendar to do do new things or do like, specific things? Uh, it provides you insights on the way that you collaborate, who you collaborate with, how often you have meetings outside of your office hours, et cetera. Uh, and that's another thing that will get built right into the left-hand rail of Teams. You could do it today. You can go to your Teams, you can add insights, and you can start to, start to experience Viva Insights right in Teams. Uh, that's just four things, and it will end up being much more. It's about improving the employee experience across the what they do every day. So they have one single pane of glass to do the things that they do instead of trying to go to 17 different applications to get something done. They're going to bring it all into one. Uh, and that that platform will be Teams. You'll be able to have those experiences across across all all four of those things, and more and more and more to come. I'm sure I've missed other things, but that's, uh, that's, that's what that I was a pretty about. amazing summary. You just summarized about eight hours of content into two minutes. <laughs> yeah, I think you did a pretty good job there, <laughs> Martina. Over to you for this one. I mean, from your perspective, um, we just had a great definition. But what what's uh, what overlapping features do you see straight off the bat? I, I I will describe it not from an overlapping feature set because Viva is built on top of the other services. Mm -hmm. And this was kind of a smart decision for Microsoft that they said, okay, we have all those awesome services already in Microsoft 365 and we have a couple of customers who want employee experience or employee apps. How can we do that with the tools we have? And this is kind of Viva comes on top of that. So you have Viva as a service, which kind of collects all the information you have in my analytics, in learning, in SharePoint portal, and so on into one space. And probably again into one app where I said, I have Viva connections and everything I need is here. 
And the other part I like a lot around the employee experience is that many organizations look at frontline workers, remote workers, or people who are not information workers, so blue color or whatever you, you might call them. And you can integrate that persons into your organization and give them an employee app where they said, okay, where do I find news? Where do I find my HR data and so on? So it's a great addition. And I'm really excited that Microsoft moved forward because it's not around, we provide your office tools and do whatever you want with them is we provide you a valuable tool set and look at that and take it from that perspective. Interesting, Tom, you know, from your perspective, you work with you know, a lot of customers. How are they looking at Viva? Are they, is it an IT uh, responsibility or is it a HR responsibility? Yeah, you know, who deals with something like Viva within an organization? That's a great, yeah, that's a great question. I think that's the crux of this is if you look at Viva, I mean, yes, there's lots of engineering being done, but it's bringing together tools we sort of had in the box. It's, it's SharePoint intranets. I know we can't call them intranets because that's not sexy. It's it's Yammer on the intranet. It's it's workplace analytics and my analytics, but, but with third-party integration. Topics is really Project Cortex. Like these were texts that existed, but they were marketed to... IT and existing SharePoint teams and stuff. I think what Microsoft done with Viva is says, we're talking to HR, we're talking to business change, we're talking to people managers, we're not talking to IT at all really. Yes, IT might flick the buttons to turn it on, but this is not an IT conversation at all. And that's where I think they've been super smart is the whole story is about people and HR and people management and optimization, not about the tools. The tools in Viva might well change over time, but it's we're building tools to help you manage and optimize people's experience not here's another sharepoint product or another teams product is that and i think that's the genius of it is the repositioning and remarketing of some stuff there is some new stuff in there but but mostly it's about hey uh, global hr officer this is a conversation for you not for it mm -hmm. yeah, and i just hope my hope is that we someday get away from having to compare these applications against one another or put them against one another because I've always said that the strength of Microsoft 365 is the fact that all the applications work together and when organizations realize that and they start to build on the amazing tools that they have and they bring all those things together their employees will appreciate it because they can get to all their things and they can have all their conversations and they can reach all their people and they can find all their documents and that's like amazing that I mean in today's world that is just it's something that people absolutely want and need and to have this viva platform as the way that they're going to be rolling this out is just i think really great i'm very excited about it yeah absolutely and you know certainly from my perspective what is common you know across all these platforms is is that you know the desire to communicate on these platforms so whether it's chat meetings calling you know baking kind of some of those microsoft teams capabilities into these other applications just makes sense, right? And mm -hmm. being able to kind of talk to someone across a Word document uh, is something that, you know, 10 years ago was almost unheard of, but uh, I, I find it invaluable day to day now. So it's that, certainly communication is the common theme, isn't it? Mm -hmm. um, it's been super speaking to you today, all of you. I think, um, you know, lots of insights there about these three uh, major products from Microsoft. So thank you very much for your time today. Thanks, Rob. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Great to see you all. Hope to see you in person someday. <laughs> yeah.
someday. Someday okay. soon, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And that's it from us. So if you've enjoyed today's session, please subscribe to UC Today News and give this video a quick share on social as it's always appreciated. And if you're a Microsoft fan and want to be part of the conversation, you can join us using the UC News hashtag on LinkedIn, Twitter and Facebook. And our social links are in the description. So I'm Rob Scott from UC Today. Thanks for watching. Thank you.